Hi friends, and welcome to another watch-along episode of We Read It One Night, the part of the podcast where we talk about romance TV shows. In this episode, we're chatting about Bridgerton Season 1, Episode 7, and all the exciting angst that gets packed into it. We also expose some Taylor Swift devil-worshipping conspiracy theories... Rachel reveals an urgent need to rewatch The Incredibles 2, and Allison has a confession about Queen Charlotte. Why not leave us a rating and review while you're listening before checking out our Etsy shop, Evelyn and Adelaide, for some merch for the girls, gays, and theys. Enjoy the show! You, you're developing a new penchant for making lemon flavored things and I don't like it oh I'm sorry Callie really likes it oh I see I've been I'm not forcing I'm not forcing you to eat whatever them. I'll make you anti-lemon don't worry I'll make you lime it's still citric acid yeah I know it's not like my stomach is like oh it's not lemons <laughs> I just feel like you boldly commit to lemon when it suits you like <laughs> I can't I feel like there was something recently that I was like, how can you eat that? And you were like, oh, whatever. It just gives me the shits. Yeah, it does. Most things are not worth the shits, but sometimes oh I come across something that is worth the shits. Well, maybe these lemon bars, well, they're not vastly overbaked. not. Things we'll where see. lemon is the primary flavor, ain't it? I feel like lemon always becomes the primary flavor. I'm going to be honest. I think it depends how much lemon you're putting in there. <laughs> We took our like lunch break at like 4 p.m. on Friday and we're like walking back and ran into like our usual Starbucks barista. Like and literally like we were crossing the street, middle of an intersection. And she's like, So I quit. <laughs> like, what? And then like literally started telling us, like literally, literally in the middle of the street, like started telling us and we were like, let's, let's get over it. She's like really stressed. Yeah, no. But I was like, that's like actually so on brand for what I would be doing if I like if I quit, if I something like that happened, like I, I and I ran into someone who I knew, like even peripherally, like this is also like just to be clear, like the most I've ever talked to this to this girl, like, like it was <laughs> it was always just like, oh, hi, like I think the longest conversation we had was like a few weeks ago when like somehow Taylor, there's another girl that works there. Taylor Swift came up and she starts immediately is like, oh, well, you know. If only she didn't drink so much blood to stay young. Like literally like the QAnon, just like it sounded like something like that. Not like, as a joke. Up, not as a joke, like straight up conspiracy. She's like, well, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like her that much because she's a devil worshiper. <laughs> I'm watching this documentary. It's called, what is it? Shiny Happy People. It's like a documentary about the Duggars, mm-hmm. but also like the like evangelical cult basically that they belong to. IBLP. And one of the teachings of that cult is that Cabbage Patch Kids, that the creator of Cabbage Patch Kids is a warlock and that each Cabbage Patch Kid, like somewhere on the production line, is infested with a demon. So if you like take home a Cabbage Patch Kid, you're bringing a demon. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, that, really? Like, sounds funny, but like there's these like ex like IBLP people who were like, yeah, I mean, that's really terrifying for a kid thinking that you're going to, like, bring the power of the devil into your house and, like, Wait, condemn your own family. Wait, and that's the Duggars? That's really wild. Yeah, no, the Duggars are insane. Well, part of the documentary is, like, they did a really good job for a really long time convincing everyone that they were just this, like, little happy, like, not little, normal. obviously. Yeah, big normal family. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of restrictive societies. 
<laughs> let's go into the Regency era. Yay. <laughs> Which actually wasn't as restrictive as it's often portrayed as. Like, really? It's, I mean, it's the same thing as when, you know, people like talk about the 1950s and it was like the nuclear family and everyone was like happy, you know, like, like now that yeah. idealized version. That's the same thing with like the idea that people in the Regency era like didn't fuck and like wear slutty clothes and like is like absurd. <laughs> I don't really think anyone thinks that compared to like the Victorian era. That's what where that stereotype comes from. I mean, I think it's both. I think people, when people think of the Regency era, they usually think of Jane Austen. Bridgerton, episode seven. Daphne and Simon are being passive aggressive towards each other. Daphne's angry piano playing. Yeah. Yeah. And da- and Simon's shooting birds and he's using real birds. Now, I didn't bother to look up when clay pigeons were invented, but I have to think that they would have been around by this time. Why is he shooting real doves? No, I know. It's so mean. They like zoom in on the poor little pigeons or their little faces. Yeah. Like clay no, pigeons have to have exist. Like, yeah, but they're not as fun. I'm sure. Like, yeah, if they you're, are. Like, into killing things. Well, <laughs> like, when were clay pigeons invented? A clay pigeon. Isn't a clay pigeon just like, wait, what is a clay pigeon? I thought you just like throw it up into the air. Oh, they didn't start being used until 1875 a clay yeah clay pigeon is basically like you like trebuchet it like into the air but what's special about it it's literally just like a clay like what needed to be invented they could have always been doing that couldn't i think they just like started using that like i don't know but isn't it like a predictable but isn't it like like a predictable arc like it's just like a thing you throw into the air so it's not gonna be like moving the way a live animal would yeah but the purpose of the live animal is that you let it out of a box, it flies in a predictable direction, mm. and then you shoot it. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. It, it's not, you're not testing your skills <laughs> okay, any yeah. more than with a clay pigeon. Yeah, well, that's just silly, but it doesn't seem like, yeah, it just seems like they're being assholes no matter what. Like, they could have always been not assholes. But yeah. yeah, Daphne's pettiness at the beginning is honestly like really hilarious because it's <laughs> so weak. Like, her the things that she does is aggressively play the piano and then when they get news that colin has been involved in a scandal and they have to go back to london she's like we're going to take your biggest carriage so that i have space and i'm like that that's all you got i know not even like a separate carriage i know it's so silly he has more than one you probably could have taken separate (laughs) so dumb that would be like you really Don't thought you were silly. doing something there. Daphne, I know but you, weren't. <laughs> you weren't. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they're like going back. They're mad, mad, big, mad. They have like the Featherington. Party. Yeah, sorry. the Featheringtons get like, like kicked out of a party, which is like really like what were they supposed to do? Like what is the like proper? I guess the proper course in that situation is to away. just like kick out the kid. Yeah, yeah, send her away. Yeah, it's just really bold. Send her back to her family. Yeah. It's just really bad. And honestly, like, people shit on Penelope for, oh, like, her family. Okay. Marina's life. But, like, yeah. she fucked over herself and her family, too. I don't know whether that makes it better or worse. <laughs> you know? Mm, it just shows, like, the depths she was willing to stoop to. I don't know. Yeah. It's really, yeah. Well, what if it, what if it was kid. one of your kids? Like, were you supposed to, like kick them you, out you yeah. take them to the country oh i know this mm. i know this because we started watching yeah this show called belgravia mm-hmm. in which the inciting incident is that the daughter mm-hmm. gets pregnant and then she dies in childbirth but the whole thing is like she got pregnant they go off and live in the country for nine months like the mom and her 
she gives birth, they give the baby for adoption, and then the plan was for her to come back, but you know, she's dead. So. Yeah, I just like, it's just really, the plan was for her to come back and like pretend like everything was fine. Yeah, to just pretend like, yeah, we were just convalescing in the country. Folds. Mm. Yeah, like I, did, I sent you some, a t- I think I sent you this TikTok like a few days ago. It was like an Oprah clip and it was like ethical dilemmas. Like if your teenage child is accused of minor burglary, do you turn them into the police? And it was just like a funny or whatever. But like, that's just like so wild to me that that's considered like an ethical dilemma. Like, I'm sorry if you would turn in like an ethical dilemma is like your sibling kills your spouse and looks at you and it's like, I do it again to another family member. <laughs> That's an ethical dilemma. Like, what do you do? A minor burglary? A minor Listen, burglary? The only, a the only like, burglary my teenage child could commit that I would, like, be genuinely, like, what the fuck is if they, like, I don't know, no, you stole can... someone's insulin or something. No, you can, <laughs> you can be, like, what the fuck. I'm not saying not to be mad at them or, like, punish them in any way, but, like, to turn them into the cops? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what <laughs> well like the lady the funny the lady responding was like was like no i would not turn them in because i believe that i could make my house like a jail <laughs> <laughs> but like, i mean i don't just don't understand i don't know that's just really wild to me that that's like, I'm sorry, like, but like, I don't, I'm not even saying even major burglary, even like something way worse. Again, literally the thing that my an ethical dilemma would literally be like family member kills another one and then says I do it again. Like, <laughs> Anyway, Daphne gets invited to the married ladies group, which is funny. Which is so pointless. Yeah. Like, the only point of it is to connect yeah, her to the general's wife, which is also not necessary. Yeah. Like, it's just. I don't know. There's a lot of pointless. I mean, that's at least, like, fun. Like, at least that's a good. That could have yeah. been, like, a running conceit. That, like, right. I've, why wasn't it in season? Yeah. There are a lot of things in the season that weren't in season two. For example, mm-hmm. when Simon eats Daphne out on the stairs, it just and made me like, so viscerally you. angry about the lack of that in season two, about the fact that, like, we didn't get any of that in season two. Yeah. I just... And then he's like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, also in that scene, um, Di- Simon goes into his bedroom door. And I I mean, I know they're using, they use like actual historical houses. Like, you know, they film in like, you know, okay. places. So this is like a real house that they're filming in. His door, when it opened, the door was cut in half. Like, oh yeah. Like There's the door frame. Like, <laughs> maybe it's so that you why? can like. Maybe so that you can slide in like a trolley if you're like delivering room service type food and then like not see. I don't know. But why build it so that you would have to cut the door? Why not just make the door frame narrower? Why oh, it's it half so the- vertical? Oh, wait. Yes. Maybe, not- maybe I didn't notice that. No, 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 it's vertically like, like there's like a whole third of it that is attached to the wall, but it's like within a door frame. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah, no, I missed that. It's wait, bizarre. That's- why does it look like that? I don't know. Maybe Why like did, who made that choice? Maybe they wanted it to be narrower, but there was already like a hole there. Like I don't know. Maybe they like got a new door and there was like a hole for a bigger old door, or like maybe they added on some of the wall. No, I don't it, know. Was, it was it was like a built-in door. Wall. Like the door like matched mm. like was supposed to meant to blend in with the rest of the wall. Listen, I don't know. 
<laughs> what is this choice? I need someone to explain this. To I, I feel like I can watch it now. I can't think of an example, but I do feel like I've seen that before in other like period pieces where they're yeah. like in these houses where they just, there's this weird door thing. <laughs> I've never, never had an explanation for it. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I feel like you're right. I'm going to, I'm, I'm I want to be picturing the right thing though. I'll go back later. Um, Daphne chews Violet out and she's like, if you had informed me of the truth, perhaps I, and I'm like, perhaps what, like what, what should, what would she have done differently? Like, I'm, it's unclear. Like, yeah, that sucks that Violet, like. Well, if she knew that the way that babies were made was that your husband, was that the guy comes inside you, she would have known, oh, that's weird. He's coming. He can't come, but he's choosing not to do it inside me like much earlier. Well, sure. I guess it's just like, it only seems like it's a few days, like in the, I don't know. Oh no. It's like a week. (laughs) Like what would she have done? Like scraped off the cum? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like she wouldn't have turkey basters around. Yeah, listen, little pipette. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She would make her maid do it. Her maid Rose. She'd be like Rose. And I'm just hearing this conversation from Violet's perspective, and like, it just sounds like it sounds like I. If you heard that, like, wouldn't you assume that it was like really horrible experience for her? And he like, yeah, maybe even was like assaulting her, and she just like doesn't seem that concerned at all. Like. No. Also, Lady Danbury overhears this. And okay, so I do want to say that I, I did watch the Queen Charlotte show. Um, and I actually, it, there were a lot of very problematic things with it, but overall, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I like, I still think the Queen is so unnecessary, but I do like her character a lot more now, now that I have had her backstory. Mm-hmm. But in that series, Lady Danbury like has to teach the queen about sex like before her and the king like consummate the marriage she like tells her about sex and draws Mm. this woman literal diagrams there's like Mm. 20 of them scattered across the room and i'm like lady danbury overhearing this conversation like you're not even gonna slip daphne a little diagram (laughs) to try to help well like i mean at that point she doesn't need it i guess i mean she's still probably i know but it's like like we're like i'm sorry like if she heard the whole conversation like Go have a talking to with Simon and be like, why are you hurting your wife? Like, I don't think, I think she heard only the end of it. I don't think that okay. she, but then she, she walks so she in would, on it. So she wouldn't know like what it was about. So I guess yeah, that's why. I know. Yeah. Like, I feel like Violet is not anywhere near as concerned as she should be or somehow like understood the subtext that like, I don't think was really there. Yeah. And then Daphne, there's a whole subplot where Daphne's projecting on Marina and like trying to give help marina which will somehow give herself autonomy i don't know it's stupid the one takeaway the really big takeaway i had with this is why don't the wives of generals and uh, like other officers like why don't they get cool titles too you know Mm. what i mean like an earl like it's an earl and a countess it's like a duke and a duchess why Mm -hmm. isn't a a, why is the wife of a general just missus i guess because like that's rude it's not like passed down, I guess. Like it doesn't have to be passed down, because okay. if you're a knight, your wife gets to be lady. Mm. Fair enough. My biggest, my biggest takeaway was like, why the fuck didn't anyone else like? Why didn't the Featheringtons even try to like track down this George man and like force him to marry Marina? 
I don't know. That just seems like an obvious first course of action. I guess they were like, it's obvious he doesn't like want to talk to her if he's like ignoring her that much, but like try to force him in he's some in way. The like, war. Sure, sure. But like they don't even try. They just like go straight to faking his death. That turns out to be his real death. But like <laughs> I don't know. No, they don't fake his death. Or they, like contact. They the write a breakup letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right. You're right. Like, or or like contact his family or something. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's not like because they're boldly out here, like getting Marina to marry like fancy people. It's not like he would be like too good to marry her or something. Like, you know, it's not like they would have some reason for like thinking he didn't owe her like a duty or whatever. Yeah. Anthony and Simon have a little tussle. And I just want to say it was vastly funnier in 1.5 at like 1.5 speed. Like, <laughs> like Simon, like sl- slamming Anthony into a table. And it's yeah. just like, it's like a Looney Tune. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. That was harsh. And then Daphne like takes care of his cut and like gives him the whole speech of like, he's like, I made a vow to my father. And she's like, you made a vow to me. And it was just like, it's giving like from the incredible. It's like, I am your wife. I am the greatest greatest good you are ever going to get. Like, (laughs) I mean, Daphne wishes she were as cool as Frozen's wife. Like, yeah, sincerely. Yeah. Does Frozen's wife make an appearance in Incredibles 2? I was just thinking two? that. I don't think so. Oh, I... Incredibles 2? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Incredibles. She does it in Incredibles 1. It's just mm-hmm. her voice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, do we get a reveal like... in Incredibles 2? Because it takes so. place right after Incredibles 1. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think so. But I have to rewatch that. <laughs> I have to rewatch Incredibles well, 2. Why not? Rewatched Incredibles 1 recently. I know, just the way that you said it was just so like, oh yeah, shit. Like it's been on my to-do list. Oh, Rely on now to rewatch it Incredibles 2. <laughs> as if it's the most like natural thing in the world. Listen, it actually has for some reason. It keeps coming up. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's really funny. So the after the feather the feather hands got kicked out of like the Queen's tea or whatever the fuck, like party. And then like Lady Whistledown. Like, her next paper is, like, and, you know, like, this week, the only thing that happened was, like, why forget, like, the scandal and, like, no, no other event of note. And the queen's reading it and she's, like, no other event of note. And I'm, like, that's what you fucking get. Listen. No, it's Played yourself. Yeah, you played yourself. Got kicked out. <laughs> no, yeah. I know. Just, like, the fact that nobody, like, I think Eloise briefly makes that. Oh, like, I don't know. Eloise almost gets there and then she doesn't make that connection. Yeah, <laughs> like she something. doesn't think of like Penelope as an option at all. Yeah. Which like, and I know in Penelope's head. No, I get. Head, no, yeah, I know in Penelope's head she's probably thinking like, oh, she's probably like doesn't, she's like discounting me as like whatever. But it's probably because she's just like, well, this is my best friend. Like, obviously, if she were lady with someone, yeah, I she would, would know. Tell me. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I do think it is a little bit. Eloise underestimating Penelope like I think yeah you, I don't know you see that a lot in both seasons that she just kind of like Steve yeah. rolls over her sometimes and like doesn't really take her feelings into account all the yeah, time that's true she's like we should just do that yeah but still it's like a perfectly also like it's another yeah. perfectly reasonable explanation for it yeah yeah but the queen fires Eloise from being her investigative <laughs> she's like I've hired a team of Bow Street runners and I'm like why didn't you do that in the first place why was your first option a teenager no, Why I did you like what? Yeah, no, I know it's what listen, whatever. The whole thing doesn't make any listen. Whatever the queen's insane, gonna do, what the queen's gonna insane. do. We also have like the more like the Benedicts like being gay but not gay. Like we have this like whole conversation with him and like his gay friend man, 
And yeah. he's like, I'm living outside the balance of society. And he's like, you talk of doing the same, but like, will you ever be, be brave enough like to Benedict? And Benedict's solution to that is like getting a mistress, like hooking up with the fucking it's, modiste. It's- which I guess it's it. I made me realize actually, like watching this, especially these two episodes, like how much the show leans into like that somehow an affair would be like improper for a man, also when it's like not at all. Like it's weird because like then when Benedict like says that to Anthony and Anthony's chill with it, everyone looks surprised. But like Anthony's been doing the same thing. I don't know. It's just like yeah, weird. No, and it they act sense. as if like it, it could have like any consequences for Colin. No. Like when Marina, although I guess it would it would be like people thought he was the father, but like no, but she's a lower class. What like it doesn't? Yeah, it doesn't. Her, vir- her virtue doesn't matter the way. No, I know, I know. No, do. I know, I know. But still, even like with yeah, I was giving Benedict severe side eye for a different reason in this kind con- like bombastic side eye one might say <laughs> in this conversation because he's like judging the gay friend because. So like yeah. they're at a party and wow. his, the gay friend's boyfriend is like flirting mm-hmm. with Cressida, like clearly planning to get married. And mm-hmm. Benedict is like, well, like do like the ladies that your lover is courting, like know about that. And I'm just like, I mean, that's fair. As if, no, no. Right. Right. But as if that's not like most aristocratic marriages, not that the, like the husband's secretly gay, but that it's not like. It's not like this beautiful love match. And frankly, like it's more about like love and property combination. Yeah, sure, sure. And frankly, I think most historical gals would probably love to have a gay husband because it would mean that he wouldn't like come in and do poking very often. Like they they could just yeah, live their lives. That's true. Yeah, no. Listen. I'm just saying. I'm frank, listen. If given the option, I think I would prefer a gay husband. Well, and because they're probably like cheating on you no matter what. Right. Wait, I saw this article that was like, it was a headline. It was like star of like, like famous, like porn star of like, I guess this like man, like man on man series or whatever, like this really popular series, like is arrested for beating up 35 neo-Nazis. And I was like, that's a hero right there. What? (laughs) I was like, why were like the two parts of the headline were not related, but like, it's like what a wild ride from start to finish. Yeah. Listen. <sighs> oh my god. Then we have Marina's um abortion attempt. She tries to she like take some abortion tea juice. Yeah. And like ends up collapsing, but like definitely not having an abortion. No. And the doctor is, is like, that never worked. Like, it's so stupid, it never yeah. works. But I've actually done some research on this. Yeah, you have. And it did work most of the time. Like, if it wasn't like made properly and if you like took too much yeah like who knows could, what she made it could yeah. kill you but like if you did it if you took the right stuff it was very effective especially like early in pregnancy like it definitely i'm not saying what she made was right but i'm saying yeah. that the abortion juice was more effective than people give it credit for how did she even like find out what to do i want like because she's the country place. girl who's okay. of the world fair enough okay listen <laughs> well take note dear listener my, women my just thought, know we're born I need that in the modern day listen <laughs> <laughs> I should go- we should like google that now no like, I have an article off the internet. of this woman um it's like a research article she was like yeah I went to this like herbalist lady in New Dude, York does City does it tell you the recipe and- yes okay 
What and is she it? was like, and she taught me how to make this. And like, here are the different herbs that you like can use. What is it? Uh, let me, the, <laughs> the title is drink me and abort your baby. The herbal abortion tea. Oh my God. Oh, I don't know. What's the uh, mugwort penny Royal. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. Listen, it's many pages and it's academic, so I can't really scan it, but mugwort penny Royal are the two of them. I am not listener in any way suggesting that you attempt these because while they could be effective and they were used for many years, hundreds of years, Mm -hmm. they can also have long lasting negative health effects. So like, you know, don't, (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) Don't please. Okay. So the last thing that happens is Daphne is like, I'm not pregnant. Daphne senses her period coming as we all know, all women can do. And then she takes, she puts a little, and then of course the period always comes. She puts a little handkerchief down there and the period comes, always comes in bright red, like just a little stripe across the handkerchief. As we all know, that's what it looks like. Yikes. And then Marina's like dead on the floor. Not actually dead, but like penalty fight. No, I think she like, yeah, she gets found. She gets like revived. Oh yeah, I know. I know she doesn't die. <laughs> no, no, no. In this episode, I'm saying yeah, yeah, the doctor yeah. like is oh, like okay. it doesn't work. Blah blah blah. You know. No, no, that. no. That's the next episode. No, it's this episode because mm-hmm. I specifically mm-hmm. wrote it down. No, the doctor. It doesn't work. It's definitely episode eight. Like towards the end, I gar- I literally just finished watching it just before we got on. <laughs> I promise. There's like tears. There's a single tear rolling down her face, and then the very next scene is Anthony between the opera singer whatever the fuck her name is likes and they're like happy and in love or whatever so like as far as we know marina's dead d-e-d dead i don't <laughs> anyway yeah, okay. why don't you believe me anyway the beginning of episode she might eight... be revived but the doctor thing is definitely not okay allison where can they find us <laughs> You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at We Read It One Night. You can't find me on TikTok anymore because as of the recording of this episode, I'm still permanently banned. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, Twitter at We Read It Podcast. You can email us, we read it one night at gmail.com. Free ways to support us include downloading the episodes because that's how podcast metrics are measured. Um, you can also leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. Non-freeways, enjoy going to our Etsy shop and getting some pretty sweet swag, if I do say so myself. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed.